In this video, I'm gonna show you six ways you can get present to the moment and boost your emotional state. If you're suffering from things like depression, anxiety, stress, these six things are gonna help you feel better, and have more control in your daily life. Number one, diet. What are you eating? What we eat has a significant impact on how we feel. If you want to put this to an experiment, if you want to test this out, go eat ice cream, pizza, and donuts, and drink some soda. And just as an experiment, and as a fun way to eat a bunch of super sweet foods, you can see how physiologically the changes that happen. You're going to feel this light level unconsciousness slip over you, this, this derpy state. We kind of go, uh, and maybe like, then you go like, put on Netflix, or you watch a movie, or you scroll on your phone. And the power, the control, the focus goes away for a while. Maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's an hour. Maybe you go to sleep because you're so tired. Your body is not designed to eat foods like pizza and ice cream and what have you. These are processed foods and they have an impact on how you're able to think. They have an impact on how present to the moment you are. So one big way to up the amount of happiness you have, to up the amount of proactivity you have, what does that mean, proactivity? Your ability to stay focused on what you're doing and simultaneously enjoying what you're doing. So if I just ate a whole bunch of In-N-Out and I'm trying to film this video, let's say, <laughs> I'm gonna have a harder time conveying the ideas than if let's say I ate or drank a, a green smoothie, or I ate some kale. And not even going that drastic because that's like In-N-Out ice cream pizzas on this end, kale, green smoothie on this end, but even somewhere in the middle, let's say I ate some carrots, celery, maybe I had a baked potato. Maybe I ate some grapes, some watermelon, avocado. If I eat a whole bunch of that, right, if I go to Jamba Juice and get a, a greens and ginger smoothie, I'm going to feel a lot differently than if I ate a whole bunch of pizza and ice cream. We are designed to eat fruits and vegetables. That's what we're designed to eat. Like in our stomach, digesting, to then use as nutrients and, and the building blocks for energy so we can be moving around and go about our daily life. That's what we're designed to eat. So, if you're consuming a lot of stuff that's making you feel tired, fatigued, derpy, that's going to lead to less focus, less presence, and the, your amount of reactivity, you reacting to stuff in the environment, you're gonna lose control over what you're focusing on. By definition, when you lose control, you slip into unconsciousness. It makes it easier to hook into those thoughts of like you worrying about stuff, you being stressed about stuff, you being angry, you being anxious, you being insecure. And I know for you and myself, we don't wanna be in that state of being. It's the worst. It's absolutely atrocious. So watch what you eat. A great documentary, right? Meat also falls in line. We're not 
designed to eat meat has a horribly negative effect on our body. Horribly. We've been conditioned through culture, society, marketing, that like, men eat meat. But that's, that's just, that's just marketing. It's just great marketing. If I put a strong guy eating a burger, and then I also play music, maybe some action music, and I also dub some, some audio over that saying, meat is for men. And this big, big strong guy is like, oh. well, what's the image you're going to associate? What's, what's the, the feeling? What's the thought that you're associating with meat? Well, strong, big guys eat it. So strong people eat it. Must be good for you. If you get that early on and you're consistently being brought that message over and over and over again, well, neurologically, from a brain standpoint, from a scientific standpoint, you're gonna start associating meat with strength. And it tastes delicious. So it must be true, right? How often do we actually stop to do the research and check on these things? That should be a whole another point in and of itself, right? Being present enough to ask, well, is this true? Is this not true? Is what I'm saying to you true? Is it not true? How do you know? Uh, I do a lot of research and a lot of trial and error. And because I have lived certain ways for a long time, because my diet was so shitty for a long time, I realized the negative effects it has and how it was participating in making me depressed and anxious and feeling hopeless. So that's why I'm able to convey this information to you very certainly because I understand the effect it has. So a great documentary on health is The Game Changers. Great documentary. It'll tell you all about what we're supposed to be eating and why we should be avoiding meat and all these you know, terribly processed foods. Our bodies aren't designed to, to handle them. So we lose a lot of energy breaking those foods down and it puts us in this derpy unconscious light level haze and it makes us less effective, makes us less happy, makes us more worried about stuff. And it puts us into a stressful state. Like it makes it easier for us to shift into a stressful state. When we're in a stressful state, we shift into uh, high beta waves, brain waves. So normally we're at low and mid brain, brain level waves. Low being you're socializing, we're just having a conversation. Maybe you're learning something. That's the low level beta waves. If you go to mid level, the way you transition is if there's a little bit more, like the stakes are amped a little bit. So if I say, hey, at the end of this video, I'm gonna send you a quiz. And you have to tell me the six things, seven, six things that I covered in this video that are gonna help you become more present and have more control in your life. I'm gonna quiz you on these six things to see if you're actually paying attention. So if that was actually gonna happen, you would perk up a bit and go, oh, He's gonna, he's gonna quiz me. Now you've shifted to mid-level. There's more activity, there's more energy. Now the, the last level of the beta brainwave section, because you have beta, then you have alpha, then you have theta, then you have delta. The last level is high beta waves. And this is where we don't wanna be. This is where you are in fight or flight. This is where you are stressed out, okay? If someone who treats you in a way that you don't like, and you have memories of this person, treating you unfairly, maybe hurting your feelings, making you feel you know, irritated, pissed off, they come around. Now you're shifting into high beta because it's like a danger. It's like fight, your fight or flight kicks in. So you have to like fight or run away or hide. 
because social mores dictate that we can't really do that. We can't actually punch the person. We can't run away from the situation, usually. We can't hide. So we're, we're left with all these chemicals, these negative chemicals raging through our bodies. Cortisol, adrenaline, and we feel all stressed out. And now we're in high beta, brainwaves. So we're super analytical. We're focusing on that person. We're focusing on that problem. We're playing out the worst case scenario. Because from a primitive biological standpoint, if we play out the worst case scenario and it doesn't come true and something less than, than the worst case happens, well, we've already prepared for the worst case, emotionally, chemically, physiologically. So we can handle anything else that goes below that if we're preparing for the worst. So that's why you jump to the worst thing right, right off the bat. It's like your body's way of trying to protect you. But we live in a, a society now, not primitive caveman days, so we're not really in danger. So we have to take control over our focus. We have to take control over our thoughts and emotions. If we take control of our thoughts, then we can take control of our emotions. Because thoughts produce feelings. Feelings, if I feel like shit, if I feel like a loser, I'm gonna start thinking I'm a loser. If I think I'm a loser, I'm gonna start feeling like I'm a loser. We get in a cycle. If I feel like I'm treated unfairly, I'm gonna think thoughts of like, I can't believe this person's treating me unfairly, which is gonna make me feel like this person's treating me unfairly. And it's stuck in this loop of thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling. And because you're in this hybrid brain wave, your brain, all the different parts of your brains, of your brain are firing incoherently. And now your heart's racing. Because you're in a fight or flight state, so your heart literally has to pump more blood to your extremities, because it's like go time. We gotta like handle some shit, or we gotta run the fuck away or find some place to hide. And you need more energy, you need more blood in the extremities to help you do that, help you accomplish that. So now your heart's beating super fast, it's incoherent, which makes us doubt ourselves when that happens. Our brain's firing incoherently. So now different parts of the brain that normally should be working in unison are now like a house divided. They're firing independently of each other, they're not working together. Some parts are like closing down and not speaking to each other. And it's like this lightning storm of activity, not in a good way, <laughs> it's a lightning storm that's making us erratic. And we're jumping from this person to this thing, to this thing, to this thing, to this thing. We're in this very analytical state where we're in this analytical uh, way of looking at the world. And because everything we're looking at has an association, has little neural, literal neural networks in our brain. So like you think of the person, there's a whole neural network in your brain associated with that person. Memories, the relationship, dynamics. So now we're shifting from this person to this thing in the environment, to this thing I gotta do, to this, 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 and we're analyzing all these different things. And it's causing the reflection neurologically, the neural network, the reflection of that person in the brain to fire. So there's, there's too many things firing and we lose energy and it makes us feel like crap. <laughs> and it's, it's firing all these stressful chemicals, stressing us out. So before we move on to number two, I kind of went on a big rant there. Your diet is hugely important. Most people, they wake up, they eat a whole bunch of sugary foods. They feel like crap. It puts them in this low level unconscious haze. And then they go hook in to some problem or they're just in high beta now because they're worrying about something or like projecting what they have to do. And they're stuck in the analytical mind and their brain's firing incoherently so they have less energy. They're more likely to get stressed about something. There's more stressful chemicals because they're in a state of fight or flight. There's stressful chemicals firing. 
into their body, being released in their body. And that over time leads to sickness, cancer, disease. It's a breakdown of the immune system. Not even counting the emotional havoc it's wrecking on your, your, your mind. You get depressed, you're constantly anxious, constantly worrying. That doesn't feel good. So your diet is hugely, hugely important. Uh, the Game Changers on Netflix is a good place to start. Yeah. Number two, ice showers. Yes, the ice showers. There is a very brilliant man called Wim Hof. And he's somebody who hiked Mount Everest in shorts and a t-shirt. He's proven that we can take control of our autonomic nervous system to weather extreme temperatures, to literally fight off bacteria, infections. They literally put him, hooked him up to a machine and you know wires and all the stuff, and they injected him with an endotoxin, I believe it's called, where it's little, like a virus is injected into his body to make him sick. And then as he started to get sick, he employed breathing techniques to stave off the bacteria, to stave off the virus. And he didn't get sick. There was a, a noticeable change where he started to get sick and then he employed the techniques and then he stopped getting sick. And the bacteria was eliminated from his body. He's proven this. There's research behind it, science behind it. And he says that taking cold showers is a great way to enhance your immune system and get you present to the moment. So. You step into the, the cold shower, right? You step into the tub, turn it on. The shower's firing at your feet. You feel the cold on your feet. You're like, oh my God. And now you're thinking stuff. So normally, let's say you take a regular shower. You go into the bathroom and you're thinking thoughts. Oh, oh, oh I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Okay, I'm, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. How often are we going to the bathroom when we're like, I am now brushing my teeth. putting the toothpaste on the toothbrush, looking at the toothbrush. Let me look in the mirror to remind me of like who I am and what I look like and my whole past identity, not the infinite being of consciousness that I am. No, no, no. let me, let me reaffirm the physical and, and all my problems of yesterday. We're not actually present with what we're doing. And then we go take the shower and we're thinking a whole bunch of thoughts as we're in the shower. And for most people, going in the shower is their way of like meditating because they don't actually have to be doing anything and they can't scroll on their phone. So like they're just stuck there for a minute or two or three or five, or 10 or however long you take showers for. <laughs> and, and they're in this like calmer state of just kind of reflecting over their day and stuff. But it's, it's like a, a poor, poor imitation of something like let's say meditation or being present to the moment. So if you turn on the cold shower and you step in the tub, now you're focus is immediately shifted to fuck. <laughs> There's this cold ice water, damn it. So already you've shifted out of high beta, you've shifted out of low beta, and you're right, right in like mid, mid beta. You're really alert. You're like, okay, it's not really a danger, right? Maybe, maybe you might be in high beta. I don't know. For me, it's not really a dangerous situation. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm more like alert than anything else. I'm not like, heart beating fast. I just know that ah, it's gonna be kind of uncomfortable. I'm really focused on what I'm doing. So you're already in a different state of mind, which is hugely, hugely valuable. So now you go into the shower, 
and the cold ice ice cold water hits your body ah. physiologically there's a lot of things happening your body's having to take more oxygen in to to brace against the impact of the cold you're having to breathe more oxygen your your vascular system cardiovascular system is pumping more blood and there's a lot of physiological physiological changes that are really really great for things like depression anxiety and for your immune system so by taking ice cold showers you're going to get sick less and less and less and it gets you more present to the moment if you're taking a warm hot shower you're like yeah this kind of feels good but you're thinking stuff if you're taking an ice shower i promise you all you're thinking is fuck 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 let me get out of here fuck 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 it's a great exercise to become super present and to raise your vibration. Every time I take a cold shower in the beginning, I'm like, fuck. Afterwards, I come out and I feel amazing. I feel alert, I feel more grounded, I feel awake. Number three, clean your house. Why is this important? What? Clean your house. Clean your house. Our environment plays a big role on how we feel. And especially if you're like most people, stuck in high beta, stuck in analytical, the analytical mind, analyzing everything in the environment. If your house is a mess, you're more likely mentally to be a mess. You're gonna focus on all the stuff, piles of dishes, you can go, ah, oh, it's gross, I should probably do my dishes, I don't feel like doing my dishes, ah, uh, oh, that's disgusting, you're walking on food. It has an impact on your focus. It has an impact. Like if you come home, the entire house is a mess. You're more likely put into a state of like, uh, I don't have control. Uh, I don't want to do it. Uh, uh. So clean your house. Set a time. Okay. Every day that you're just going to go through it. When you get done washing your dish, or when you get done eating your food, wash your dish. It takes all of 35 seconds, depending on what you ate. Okay, when you get done cooking, as soon as you're done with the dish, okay, you made it for your kids, for a big family, scoop the food out as soon as it's done. Put the big pan in the sink, fill it up with water. I know these are really like basic, simple things, but no, like most people don't do them. And then dishes pile up and that has an effect on how you think, okay? Clean house, clean mind. Clean area, clean mind order, cleanliness, presence, Be present with what you're doing, clean. This is having an effect on me. It's important to make sure things are clean. Fold your clothes. <laughs> Has an effect on how you feel emotionally, on how you think. So clean your house. Next, number four, meditation. Meditation will change your life. Meditation is the act of getting to know yourself from an awareness point of view. That is all you really are, awareness. You have memories from your past, positive or negative, and you associated an emotion with this positive or negative experience. So let's say you come home and you have a stepdad and he beats you. You're associating a negative emotion with that, fear, 
hurt, betrayal, pain. And when that happens, when there's an elevated emotion, positive or negative, your brain then takes a snapshot of what happened. And then it also infuses that snapshot with an emotion. So your stepdad comes home, beats you, your brain takes a snapshot of that and it injects the emotion of fear, pain, anger. And now you have that stored in your brain. As you reflect, as you remember that event, our brain can't tell the difference between you thinking about something that happened many, many years ago or in the future. And if it's happening right now, it thinks it's happening right now. So every time we think about some buddy that hurt us, something that happened that we didn't like, our brain creates the chemical associated with the memory and we feel the adrenaline cortisol. We feel the chemicals of anger. We feel the chemicals of judgment. We feel the chemicals of worry. And we then shift our body out of balance, out of homeostasis into stress. Anytime we experience a negative emotion, we are stressed out and we jack ourselves up, jack our brainwaves up into high beta. We're now right back into the analytical mind, analyzing everything jumping from thing to thing because there is a threat present. The memory has triggered the fight or flight response. So you have all these memories, positive and negative, that make up who you are. And over time, these have impacted how you've lived your life. But that's all they are, habits. Habits of thought, habits of feeling. What you actually are is a step behind that your awareness. Awareness doesn't have identity. Awareness doesn't have any of these five senses. It's not plugged into the environment. Awareness transcends your body. It transcends time. And it transcends the environment. It's present. It's detached from all these worries and stresses and negative emotions. When you die, you will have to let go of all your worries, all your fears, all your concerns, everything you feel like you have to do, get done, my legacy, and what's left is awareness. First law, or a law, of thermodynamics dictates that energy can't be destroyed or created, only transmuted. Energy can't be destroyed, you can't die. Can only transform. You are energy. Everything is energy. Everything is in vibration. And there's an awareness, an intelligence, a divine intelligence, keeping your body alive, keeping your heart beating. Yes, you have the limbic part of your brain, which is responsible for your autonomic nervous system or your automatic nervous system. It's responsible for keeping your heart beating. But what is then keeping your brain working? Is it the brain itself? No, it's awareness. It's this divine intelligence that is within you and connected to everything around you. That's what you truly are. And when we connect to this field, it's living intelligence. That's pure love. When we connect to this, we go outside ourselves. We transcend all our problems. We don't feel separate from people. 
we don't feel like we want to judge other people, that we want to hate other people. We're not in competition. We feel whole. We feel one. We feel expansive. We feel loving. So when we meditate, we're getting to that place. And one of the, the great benefits, side benefits, symptoms of meditating is getting present to the moment because you can't be in a state of awareness if you're focused on the environment, everything out here, or what's happening in here, my body, ah, or what time is it? When do I have to do that? Oh, like, what being present to the moment is being right here, right now, and feeling that awareness, feeling that aliveness, feeling the space that your body is taking up right now in time. Feeling this eternal living intelligence, keeping your heart beating, pumping gallons and gallons of blood through your body, keeping your lungs, breathing in and out. When we connect to that, we feel amazing. When we don't connect to that, we're stuck in our head, projecting into the future, projecting into the past. And that's extremely stressful if we're not doing it in a positive, empowering way, right? If we're not choosing to create, well, how do I want to feel? What do I want to think right now? That can feel great. Visualizing an event that you want to happen and feeling like it's happening right now. Well, now you're using that, that divine intelligence, this, this infinite field to your advantage. That's the topic for another video. So meditation is a great way to get present at the moment and connect to this awareness that is what you actually are. As you connect to that awareness, all your problems melt away and you feel really joyful you feel really creative, you feel really spontaneous, you feel excited and inspired to live life. And it's a skill, like anything. The more you practice it, the better you will get. So, set aside some time to meditate. There's a link in the description below if you wanna use this for you, for yourself, to start meditating. Uh, I recommend in the morning, or right before you go to bed. Those are the two best times to meditate. At any other point, it's, it's, it's less effective. So just choose morning, choose night, or choose both. Next, number five, don't check your phone in the morning. Stop it. Why are you doing this to yourself? Knock it off. It's a terrible habit. It's terrible. It's terrible. Think about it. You wake up, first thing, you go to your phone, react to stuff. What does this person say? Oh, did they like that? Oh my God, okay. Uh, let me check my comments. How many likes does this get? Oh, what'd she say? Oh, let me check what I gotta do. Oh, what does this text message say? Did my boss call me? Oh, where did this happen? Oh my God, oh, 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 oh. You're not focused on connecting to that awareness. You're not present. You, your thoughts are now controlling your, you. Your body is now controlling you. You are not in charge anymore. You're unconscious. 
Wherever you put your attention, that is where you are giving your life force. Stop giving your life force to other people initially. Make the first hour of your day about you, connecting to that infinite divine intelligence, that awareness. So you feel focused. You're not reacting to things. You're not caught up in what other people are doing. What, really? Oh, that's awesome, wow, wow. Or you're not depressed, worried about stuff, stressed. Fuck, or pissed off. Fuck, I can't, God, I gotta do that, and then fuck, I forgot to do that, fuck, fuck, fuck. You're instead calm, really calm. Everything's okay, you're good. Like, don't check your phone. Toxic, terrible habit. We're all guilty of it, including me, but stop it. Just put it on airplane mode, leave it there. Airplane mode still allows you to use the alarm clock. So just airplane mode, meditate, cold shower, eat something healthy, do some dishes, <laughs> and you're good to go. And an hour later, check your phone, okay? Just examine in your body the fact that you, you, ha you feel pulled, like I gotta check, I gotta open Facebook, I, I gotta open Instagram, I, I gotta tweet, I, I have to. Uh, just examine that aspect of it. It's an addiction. It's like, I have to drink. I have to smoke the crack. I have to shoot the heroin. I have to smoke the cigarette. We're not in control. Something else is controlling us. It's wrecking havoc on our emotions. If we're reacting to that, to the phone, to that body, you know, fucking need, want, desire, that mental, oh, I gotta do it, we're reacting to that, we're gonna to react to a whole host of other things that most of the time are negative, okay? We wanna break that, we wanna get away from that, that's not good, it's making us sick, physically and emotionally. Number six, the last one, read. Read stuff, not tweets, <laughs> read books, okay, and good books. I'm actually gonna attach in the description below uh, a list of books with links. If I can find the free versions, I will definitely do that for you. So you can just tap it and start reading right now. Um, if I can't, then I'll at the very least put the Amazon link so you can go buy it. So read books, you could do digital, you could do you know, soft cover, hard cover, like in person. Listen to audiobooks. I recommend doing both. When I'm reading, it's slower than listening to an audiobook, but it's a different type of focus. And I, and I like being focused. I like being present and it helps train that similar to like the eye shower. So I would, I would do both. Why not listen to the audiobook and then read the regular book? Now that same information, like very rarely do we read a book and we're like, oh yeah, I know everything in that book. I can quote it to you like right now. No, we read the book and there's like three to five cool, awesome things that we kind of remember, maybe, maybe a little bit more. But beyond that, like a lot of the information is lost. I myself just finished reading a book on epigenetics, neuroscience, uh, meditation, and I listened to this guy's entire course 
And now I'm, I'm going back and watching each individual module and taking extensive notes, basically writing down everything he's saying, and then reviewing those notes every single day to then make sure that that information I'm getting is not like conjecture. It's not like speculation, like I'm guessing. I, well, I think kind of feels like this way. Like, no, I want the actual like hard facts behind it so I can quote it to you like that. Because if I can't do that, then it's not wired in neurologically. But if I can quote you everything, the entire concept, well, I got it down. So read a book and then listen to it on the audiobook. Audiobooks are great. You can go work out at the gym. You can go be doing dishes, having it playing on a speaker or headphones, AirPods. You can multitask while listening to an audiobook. <sighs> what are the trade-offs, right? Like, okay, I'm kind of multitasking. I'm not as focused. But you can consume a lot of information that way. And if you're doing something like, let's say, driving or doing dishes, most of the time, because we've done it so many times, there's so much repetition behind it, uh, it's locked in in your cerebellum aka the seat of your subconscious, the, the third part of your brain. So you have like the frontal neocortex in charge of free will, focus, it's your creative center, thinking. The second part of your brain, the limbic brain, it's in the middle over here. That's responsible for your autonomic, autonomic nervous system. These are your emotions, these are your hormones, regulates temperature, uh, heart rate, blood pressure, blood sugar levels. And then your third part of your brain, the cerebellum, and there's definitely many, many more parts to your brain but these three main parts are responsible for, like let's say your neocortex, that's your thinking brain. Your limbic, that's your feeling brain, your doing brain, your acting brain. And then the third part, your cerebellum, is responsible for being. You've done something so many times that it's now a part of who you are, it's automatic. So if you've done the dishes X amount of times, you don't really need to think about doing the dishes, you can just do the dishes. So listening to a podcast is a great way of consuming information that's pretty effective because you're not really focused on doing the dishes. It's kind of like when you're driving, you've been driving for a long time, you don't even remember, like, you don't know how long you've been driving, but you're, you know you're gonna get to where you go. Like, you don't have to focus on the driving in and of itself. You're like, you're gonna get there. You've done it so many times. But initially, when you're driving, you're like, fuck, you're focused on everything. You're like, okay, I gotta do this. Okay, but what's, what's the gauge? Let me, let me check this. Over time, it's just like a, a brief glance to like, okay, how, how fast am I going? What's my gas? Or let me check the GPS. Cool. You don't have to think about it as much. Um, yeah. So I'm going to attach below a number of things. I'm going to attach below the documentary to check out. I'm going to attach below the Wim Hof app, which is a free app. It shows you how to do the breathing that he talks about and how to take cold showers and why it's so important. Number three, uh, a reminder to clean your house. <laughs> Number four, the guided meditation that I use to get present to the moment every single morning. 98% of every morning. Sometimes stuff happens, you can't do the entire amount of time, which is why I recommend waking up earlier so you have that amount of time. But it's life, things happen, so I don't wanna say every morning, but 98% of mornings. Uh, another reminder not to check your phone. And the sixth thing is my book list of books that you should 100%, like you have to read. It will completely improve your life, completely change your life, and get you a lot of results and a lot of success if you actually read them. So that's what I'm gonna attach in the description below. That's the end of the video. These are the six ways you can raise your vibration and start feeling 
more in control of your life, in control of your emotions, more happy, and more present to the moment, man, like love and life. I feel like that's really important. Being able to focus, not being reactive to people, to things, to events. I hate that. I hate being reactive. It's the worst. Because then people take you for granted. You're not really presenting the best parts of yourself. You're like too eager. You're jumping at them. And if you do that, they take you for granted. Or you're worried about stuff. You're anxious. You're angry. You're judgmental. You're irritated. You're, you're competing against people. You're separated. I, I hate all of that. I hate it. Passionately. It's like why I made this channel. Because I hate it so much. <laughs> and to help you... Uh, nurse your hate for unconsciousness as well and get more present to the moment so you can enjoy your life and love your life and I hope I've done that in this video hope I've, I've pushed you there helps get you there a little bit so I love you thank you for watching please like and subscribe if this resonates and you want to see more videos and tap the notification bell so you can see more videos thank you for watching goodbye